パーヒーロータイム仮面ライダービルドさあ実験を始めようかルパンレンジャー VS パトレンジャーアディオ逃がさんぞ回答スーパーヒーロータイムスタート Hello everyone, welcome to Riley Does Tokusatsu, the show where I do tokusatsu. It's pretty, pretty self-explanatory. I am your host, Riley. No co-host for this one. This is just a me thing. Try to spit these out fairly often so I have content for my feed. You know, it's sort of like freestyle sort of review of episodes of tokusatsu. Now, tokusatsu, I have the tokusatsu Wikipedia article pulled up to explain to you what tokusatsu is. Tokusatsu is a Japanese term for a live action film or television drama that makes heavy use of special effects. Tokusatsu entertainment often deals with science fiction, fantasy, or horror, but films and television shows and other genres can sometimes count as tokusatsu as well. The most popular type of tokusatsu includes kaiju monster films, such as the Godzilla or Gamera film series, superhero TV serials, such as the Kamen Rider and Metal Hero series. And mecha dramas like Giant Robo and Ambassador Magma. So, I'm here to talk about tokusatsu. I'm mainly focusing on the superhero time block of tokusatsu, which is the block of Super Sentai and Kamen Rider, which are like the big two tokusatsu shows. Kamen Rider having had a couple. Adaptions in America that didn't really go anywhere. And the big one, Super Sentai, that is the adapt has been adapted in America into the huge media franchise Power Rangers. Now, I've made it no secret that I'm a massive fan of Power Rangers, but I've never made it through an entire Sentai. Like, I've started watching them, but then for one reason or another, I'll fall off. Like, even if I love them, like, I watched some of Die Ranger, which is the Sentai that Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Season 2 gets its Zord and monster footage from. And I was really enjoying it, but I kind of fell off, like, a third of the way through.、Uh, same goes for Ghostsager, which is the really good Sentai that got adapted to the really bad Power Rangers, Power Rangers Mega Force. But I'm going to force myself to sit through a Sentai by turning it into a podcast. And also, I need content. I'm very curious about stuff like Super Sentai and Kamen Rider. Maybe I'll watch stuff like Ultraman. I'll do episodes on Godzilla movies. Like, whatever. I'll do what I want. It's a Toku show, Tokusatsu show. So, the first main series I'm going to be reviewing, I decided I want to do Sentai. Because I want to watch a Sentai. And the Sentai that has been in the back of my mind that I've wanted to watch for a while, but kind of forgot about until I was looking at Sentais earlier, is Kaito Sensei. Sensei? God damn it. Kaito Sensei Lupin. Nope, it's not Sensei. Kaito Sentai Lupin Ranger versus Kaisatsu Sentai Pat Ranger. Now, What really interests me about this Sentai is its conception, its, its concept. The fact that there is two competing Sentai teams and it's like a cop and robber thing is really intriguing. I, from the moment I saw this Sentai, when I was like looking through wiki stuff, I was like, I'm really interested in this. 
but I think it was still airing back then, and I didn't want to have to, like, wait week to week for the subs to come out and all that bullshit, so I didn't. But now we're here, and I'm finally taking a look at Kaito Sentai Lupin Ranger versus Kaisetsu Sentai Pat Ranger. And I watched the first episode, The Troublemaking Phantom Thieves. And we're going to talk about it right now, at this moment. <laughs> so, it starts in a casino, which for a split second made me think I clicked on the wrong show. <laughs> Because it didn't seem Power Rangers-y or Sentai-y, I guess. Up until the, like, mustache guy was using magic to make the roulette go his way. And I'm like, yeah, this is... Okay, I clicked on the right thing. Thought I was watching some, like, weird Japanese soap opera for a second, but... So, it's an illegal casino. And there's some roulette going on. But... There's this evil mustached man who's using some sort of magical powers to make the roulette go bad for the person who's do- doing it. I guess the dealer is the term. And the person who's playing bets all of his money after losing for the first time. He's like, I'm going all in. And he loses again, obviously, because the casino owner's fucking cheating. <laughs> and he can't pay the debt that he has to the casino guys, so... They show up and they fucking take him away. They're gonna kill him. They're gonna fucking chop his head off or some shit. And before they can do that, you hear a big, loud crash through a window. And there's three people in, like, masquerade mask who are apparently, quote, the thieves that everyone has been talking about who are referred to as the Lupin Rangers. So these are obviously our... one of our main Sentai teams, because there are two in this show. There's the red one, whose name is Kairi. There's the... blue one, whose name is Toma. And there's the... Wait, what are their names? Shit. I have the names in front of me. Kairi... Okay, Kairi Yano is the Red Ranger. Toma Yoimachi is the Blue Ranger. Okay, I found... I figured out what names were what. And Yumika Hayami is the Yellow Ranger. Well, they're just, like, thieves in masks right now. But, guys, we're watching Sentai. They're obviously fucking rangers. So, they crash through the fucking window. And Kyrie is like, we're gonna steal your treasure, motherfucker. And then the uh, evil mustached man turns into a frog monster and has his henchmen attack the Lupin Rangers. His henchmen are, are called Porter Men, by the way. And I think, like, the main, like, group or species the monster is part of is the Ganglers. So the Lupin Rangers beat up the Porter Men. And Kyrie opens up a 
safe that is in the frog monster's chest, which has a piece of the Lupin collection. And Toma surmises that he was using the power of that piece of the Lupin collection to change the outcome of roulette so that he always won. And he, he, in response, the frog monster gets real mad and throws some bombs at the Lupin Rangers and just fucking blows them up. But they're obviously not dead because they're in the title of this show that's 50 episodes long. But once the explosion clears, they're no longer just kids in masks. They're kids in masks, but also in like full spandex suits and helmets. Um, they're the Lupin Rangers. Now, the Lupin Ranger suits, they rubbed me the wrong way at first because I couldn't tell the motif they were going for and they kind of just looked weird. But later when you see the henshin, the henshin sequence, you see that they're, I figured out, because they show it in the henshin, that the visors are top hats and I like them a lot more now. Now that I know what they were going for, I'm very into the Lupin Ranger suits. So, the Lupin Rangers now morphed, attack, they fucking kick, kick ass, because they're the Lupin Rangers. But just as they're about to defeat the, the prog, the prog rock monster, I'm, I'm sure that has to exist, in Power Rangers at least, the prog rock monster. If not, feel free to take my idea of fucking Saban. But the frog monster, whose name is Ruretta Geru, by the way. I'm just going to keep calling him the frog monster. Three members of the global police tactical unit come in to handle the monster. But by that time, the Lupin Rangers are already about to fucking kill this dude. And the police show up. They're like, oh, these are the thieves. We're going to arrest them, too. But then the Thebes fucking murdered the monster and flee. And there you go. Now they have their piece. They've eluded the global tactical police unit. And everybody's, everybody starts talking about it, like, in the main city. Like, everybody's like, whoa, it's the Lupin Rangers. They defeated the monster. I can't believe it. can't believe this has happened. And, like, there are people arguing about whether they're the good guys or the bad guys because, you know, the Thebes, but they did kill a gangler. <laughs> Kyrie, who is unmasked, so obviously nobody knows. It's the secret identity thing. Kyrie's there. And he's enjoying that he's becoming famous. He's getting... He's feeling that... Feeling that fame. The... Red Ranger of the Police Rangers, which aren't Rangers yet, I guess. They're just police. Is sitting across from him leading a newspaper and, like, freaks the fuck out about all the people praising the Lupin Rangers. And he crumples up a newspaper to throw it in the trash can, and Kyrie's like, hey, dude, if you throw that newspaper, you're going to miss. And then he throws the newspaper and misses. And he gets, like, pissed off and goes and throws it away and walks away. <laughs> I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of Kyrie dunking on Kaichiro in this series, and I'm all for it. I really like Kyrie so far. 
he's not my favorite. You'll see, because I'm going to do, like, the best character of every episode. It's not Kyrie, but Kyrie is close. So far, the police rangers don't really have... Uh, I'll get to the final review once I'm done actually describing the plot. So there's... Sue. So we're back at the tactical police station. Well, we're not back there. We're there for the first time where there's... Sukasa who is the pink girl, and Sakuya, who is the green guy. And Hilltop, their commander, comes in and congratulates them for their good work. But the robot, whose name is Jim Carter, there's a robot who's an accountant, and his name is Jim Carter. In this Japanese superhero show, there's a robot named Jim so, Hilltop gives them a reward for their good work, which Jim Carter's like, that's not in the budget. And Hilltop's just like, eh, fuck it, I don't care. Fuck you. And Saki says that they really can't defeat the Gangler because they're in another world. And he says that he's happy that the Lupin Rangers helped them. But when he says this, Taichiro comes in. He walks into the room and gets super pissed because even his teammate is now praising these Lupin Rangers who he wants to arrest. So he gives them a fucking tongue lashing. It's like these they're, they're thieves, they're bad, even if they're contacting gang even if they're targeting ganglers, they're still thieves, they still need to be arrested and charged. So they're like the vigil there's like the vigilante power rangers and the police power which is really cool. I like this. I like I'm st I like this a lot, guys. I'm into this. So, after Kaichiro yells at Sakia and is stopped by Pink Girl, whose name is Sukasa, by the way. I already said that, but I had to remember that myself. Sukasa feeds Kaichiro like a food. I think it was the gift they got for doing good. It was like some sort of Japanese food, and he, he gives it to Kaishiro to get him to shut the fuck up, and he's like, hmm, it's pretty good, which is very funny. I do like that. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kyrie catches a limo from... I think I got the side of it. It doesn't matter. Kyrie catches a limo to... Oh, wait, okay, for, so before this, I'm getting all my scenes out of whack. At some point, there's a restaurant, and it's revealed that uh, Toma and... the Toma and Yumika work there. And also, Kairi works there, because Yumika's like, where the fuck is Kairi? We're super crowded. I need another person, because I'm the only server. And then Toma makes fun of her for not being able to cook. So then Kyrie's catching a limo back to the restaurant in which there's this butler guy, butler-looking dude, whose name is Kogyor. Or Kogure, something like that. 
so Koray, it's revealed that he's the one who's sort of like giving the Pat, not the Pat Rangers, those are the police ones, the Lupin Rangers their missions in order to get parts of the Lupin collection. We get the origin of the Lupin, Lupin collection here being like this: these big treasures that the Lupin thief had like a hundred years ago. There's like some big Lupin man thief. Okay, his name was Arsene Lupin, was the thief, and Kyrie asks how many pieces are left and starts asking about stuff, and Kogiri's like, you don't ask fucking questions, kid. Just keep doing the thing until I tell you to stop doing the fucking thing. So, the limo arrives at the restaurant where Kyrie quickly goes in and is like, hey everybody, we're closing down, we have a reservation, get the fuck out of here. To which... Yumika is very confused, but I think Toma understands what's going on. So Yumika's like, what the fuck? There was no reservation as they're kicking everybody out of the store. And they put the clothes sign up. And Yumika's like, Kairi, what, what are you doing? And then Kairi pulls out like the little like envelope that has their next target in it. And she's like, oh, okay. I kind of like Yumika. I, like... I really like Yumika, actually. She's very funny. So their next target is this, like, dude who's actually, like, this bug monster. And he steals, I guess. He, he commits thev thievery, just like all the other ones. And meanwhile, in the world of the ganglers, the gangler world, the gangler boss is having his 999th birthday party. And his name is Dongario, by the way. And he gets greeted by Gosh, who's a, who is like this female monster who wants to kiss him, kiss him on the hand. But Dongario has a bodyguard. And, and the bodyguard tries to stop her. And Dongario is like, nah, it's okay. <laughs> Don't worry about it. And the monster kisses his hand, and he sits down, and he's like, it's been 499 years since I've gotten the ganglers together. We've stolen, we've killed, we've pillaged. But now, I'm getting kind of bored. So it's time to choose my successor. There's all these, like, monsters, these ganglers, sitting at the table, and he's like, whoever can take over Earth will get to be my successor. They get all my treasure, all my fame and fortune, and they become the leader of the ganglers. So, I guess that's sort of the premise of the show, where all the, like, Monsters of the Week are coming from. They're ganglers who are trying to usurp the throne by taking over Earth, as that is the challenge that was given to them in order to take over the ganglers. Now, Garrett Nargo is the name of the next gangler. He's a jewel thief. He steals some jewels. And he's like this weird blue bug monster. So the Lupin Rangers go through the air duct to Garrett Nagro's base and him and his porter men are hanging out and Garrett's like Garrett Nargo or blue bug monster as I will keep calling him is like, hey, I have the chance to take over right now. I'm going to take over this fucking planet and I'm going to become the leader of the ganglers, and it's going to be great. 
the Lupin Rangers are all like in their little uh, masquerade outfits, sneaking through the vents. But then a spider comes down, and Yumika is about to scream. And Toma tries to cover her mouth, so the scream is only slightly heard. But I guess it was enough for a blue mo- bug monster to hear it, because blue bo- bug monster has his uh, porter men blast the vents, knocking them out of them, and they fall down. And he's like, oh, look, it's the Lupin Rangers. I'm going to kill them. So, Kyrie and the rest go and fight the monster. And they think... Kyrie thinks he can beat the monster, but then the monster reveals that he has extra arms and knocks Kyrie away and kidnaps like grabs Toma and Yumika and he's like, hey, here's your choices. You can either leave your friends to die and run away or you all die together. Your friends are going to die. <laughs> so you either, either you do it or either you run away or you fucking stay and die with them. And that's when Kyrie gives his big speech with the, with the big quote, no matter who falls, the others must make that the dream come true. I don't think it's revealed what the Lupin Rangers dream is. I'm sure that gets revealed in the next couple episodes. But it has something to do with that old man. That old man, butler-looking guy get, made them promise, and that's why they're the Lupin Rangers collecting all the Lupin collection. So Kyrie's like, even if the Lupin Rangers are gonna, other ones are gonna die, I'm gonna keep going. So he then blasts the fucking roof and like all the f- the roof comes down and it pins the monster under and seemingly crushes the other two rangers, Toma and Yumika. But they escaped underground and then come back up. The monster's like, hey, you killed your friends. And he's like, nah, I didn't. <laughs> You're fucked. <laughs> and then that's when they do their henshin. You get to see the henshin sequence of the sort of like top hat appearing and it turns into the visor of the helmet. Which is really cool. I'm into it. And they transform into the Lupin Rangers. And the fight is started anew. The battle goes out, ends up outside, which is when the tactical police unit shows up, who had, in a previous scene, which I forgot to mention, received a secret gift. Like, they had new technology that we didn't get to see. And it seems that that technology was the same thing that the Lupin Rangers have which their guns are also their... I forgot to mention that their guns are their morphers. Their guns are how they henchin. They put a thing in their gun, and they transform. Also, I'm, I'm just going through the list of things I forgot to mention. The Lupin Rangers have this little device, which also... It's one, their henchin thing. You put it in the gun, and it makes them henchin, which is the word for transform. I don't think I mentioned that, if you're not super familiar with tokusatsu. And they can also like put it on keypads and it will automatically hack into the password so that's one of their thievy abilities but it's revealed that now the tactical police unit the global police tactical unit also has one of these guns which is referred to as a versus changer and they do their police change or their police henshin and they transform into the pat rangers the, the red pat ranger Kaichiro, the Green Pass Cat Ranger, 
not a cat ranger, pat ranger Sakuya, and the pink pat ranger, Sukasa. And we're left on sort of a cliffhanger. The Lupin Rangers are like, why do they have Lupin collection things? Why can they transform? Oh shit. Now shit is real. And that's where we end. That's episode one of Lupin Ranger versus Pat Ranger. Um, so final thoughts, final feelings on the episode. I'm very interested to see where this goes. I don't, this first episode was good. It wasn't great, but it sort of made me like, okay, what's next? Uh, this cliffhanger was really good. I'm like, I want to know what happens. I want to see the Rangers fight, as I'm sure we'll see several times throughout the series, as that's the whole premise. So yeah, I think this is a really good pilot episode. It gets me sort of hooked on the premise, and I'm interested to see where it goes. Uh, Sentai is... Its action scenes are really good. Like, it has better action scenes. My, I like... I probably like early Power Rangers more than I like early Sentai. The The Sentai that... You know... The Sentai that they're based on. I usually like the Power Rangers better, probably. With maybe the exception of Die Ranger. I might like that a little more than Mighty Morphin Season 2, but other than that, like, I prefer Mighty Morphin Season 1 over Ranger. I prefer... I sure as hell prefer... Well, I prefer Mighty Morphin Season 3 over Kaku Ranger. But I have to assume, unless Kaku Ranger is the worst Sentai, <laughs> that I would prefer it over Alien Rangers. We'll probably get there. I'm a little interested in Cocker Ranger. In fact, I think Cocker Ranger might be what we do next. But, well, next time I want to do a Kamen Rider. It's the next Sentai we'll probably do is Cocker Ranger. But, so let's get to the last two things, the last two pieces of business on the show, which are my rating of the episode on the scale of 1 to 10, and my favorite character in the episode. Now, I think I kind of, like, spoiled this earlier, but my favorite character in this episode, and probably my favorite character in a lot of the episodes, honestly, is Yumika. I really liked her character. She was this airheaded, like, little girl who's, like, also badass secretly. And that's a character trope I really like. I'm always into, like, the airheaded girls who, like, but when push comes to shove, they're gonna fucking kick your ass. They're gonna destroy you. See, so yeah, I'm really into Yumika. I, I'm really into all the characters, honestly. Like, the little bit we get of them. Kyrie, I'm really into, obviously. Toma's, like, kind of seems to be, like, the big brother of the group. Like, Kyrie, Kyrie's, like, the big flashy, like, I'm the leader and I'm doing the thing. Yumika's the girl. <laughs> like, that's that's it. She's the girl. And she's good. She's good at being the girl, but that's sort of her role in the team. She's the girl. She's the sister. If we're talking brother sister metaphor, and then Toma's like sort of like the big brother, like keeps both of them in check. Role is what I'm kind of getting the vibes off the characters. As for the Pat Rangers, we don't get as much of them as we do the Lupin Rangers r- right yet. Kaichiro's like this big, like big headed leader who. Gets really worked up over shit, but I guess is calmed down by food, which is kind of funny, I guess. Tsukasa sort of being the one who can calm him down, and there's Sakuya, who seems to be, like, 
a very silly character, a la like Bridge from SPD to make a Power Rangers metaphor. The Rangers are very interesting. I'm very into Jim Carter design wise and the fact that his name is really stupid. <laughs> Jim Carter's like this big police robot. I'm very into him. The commander's cool, but I think my favorite my favorite character this episode in particular is Yumika. And that's for my final rating out of ten. I'm gonna give it a 7.5. It's a strong start, but I'm hoping it goes somewhere higher. So for now, it gets a solid 7.5 out of 10. So that's the first episode of Riley Does Tokusatsu. I hope you all enjoyed. So shoot me an email at... I guess I have an email for this feed that I haven't really plugged in any of the shows. Because a lot of them have their own emails, if they have any email at all. But... Send an email to the Riley Podcast Megafeed at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. Write in about some tokusatsu that you like. Whatever. Just do it if you want to. Yeah, this is the first episode of Riley Does Tokusatsu. Next time, we'll be reviewing episode two of Lupin Ranger versus Pat Ranger, which is International Police Chase After Them, in which we will probably see the resolution to the Pat Rangers confronting the Lupin Rangers and getting ready for an epic showdown between the Pat Rangers and the Lupin Rangers, and also the um, Gangler, the Blue Bug Monster. So yeah, that's about it for this episode of Riley Does Tokusatsu. And I'll see you guys in the next one. I'm trying to think of like a good outro, like a good tokusatsu outro. Stay plus ultra, everyone. God, that has nothing to do with Tokusatsu. Besides that it's a, from an anime and is thus Japanese. Fuck it. That's just the outro from now on. Like, ironically, at, at the very least. So, with that being said, have a, have a plus ultra day. There you go. Have a plus ultra day, everybody.